Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys? What's going on, everybody? What's up, Cowboys Nation? It is the Jersey Boys a podcast back for another episode right here on the Chop Sports uh, Media YouTube channel. And, of course, streaming on the Premier Podcast Network, your boys, Dave Sturcio, alongside nationally known comedian on the road on assignment right now, Brett Ernst. And, of course, the Grinch, who has completed the trifecta officially last night, being at the game. It is Keith Ernst, America's fan himself. Uh, he was at the game with his daughter last night solidified a 3-0 and record whenever there's a Jersey Boys representative in the stadium. So that's official as the Cowboys move to 4-2, and headed into the bye. Great the Chargers, I would say great game, but if you look at the text thread, it would sound like the whole world is imploding, and I'm sure Keith had a kick out of that. You know, I mean, you're, you're, you're watching this whole thing unravel in front of you in real time. So, Keith, I'll start with you. How'd it go? How was the atmosphere? It sounded very Cowboys heavy. How did it, how'd it go? It was all Cowboys. It was nuts. It was, it's not nuts. It was, I've been there two other times before and the same thing happened. It doesn't happen as much with the Rams as it does the Chargers. This is my second Charger game. We beat them twice now, but yeah, they just take over. We take over the whole stadium. It's crazy. I mean, it, it's almost a home game. It is. Now you've been to Jerry world, right? Yeah. Is SoFi nicer? Uh, they're both they're both nice. Yeah, they're both just relatively the same. They're both same big tick. and have yeah. It's just whatever. You know, it's always so, who you know. You know, whatever. Just, you were the first one to break the news, like ESPN last night. Uh, you you hit us up and you're like, fight, and your video was awful. By the way, thank you, thank you. <laughs> video, Appreciate it. I'm your video. That was about my video a tenth was of a second long. Um. So yes. So you saw that breakdown. It was so funny because ESPN was covering all this like nice, happy go lucky like. Kellen Moore meeting Dak at midfield and they were talking everybody's good and all of a sudden you sent the video and I was like yeah I think there's a fight happening right now and then ESPN picks it up they're like oh chippiness happening in Dallas yeah. or in LA I, so talk me through that how'd that develop I saw it I saw it about to happen actually because it was almost like one of those um when you're gonna see when you almost like see a car accident about to happen you know where you just you know you, one car's coming one way one car's coming the other and it just doesn't right. look right because yeah. One team was going one direction, and I noticed that the Chargers were going the other. And it was like they were trying to cross, but we were already going. It was weird, and that's how it broke out. Hmm. It was almost like, you know, somebody may have talked shit when they were walking by or whatever, and then they just broke out. But they were both trying to cross at the same time. Did that's what see, happened. Did you by any chance see the replay of uh, of Fowler just straight cold cock Austin? I did. Right yeah, I, know. I, know. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. I saw, Dude, right I, I saw that. It, it was reminiscent of when Keith's mom goes to the buffet. <laughs> you knew some shit was about to go down. <clears throat> the mac and cheese was cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brett, so yeah. obviously we'll, we'll talk, we'll, we'll dive into the game now. The Cowboys get themselves a win, 20 to 17, very reminiscent of the same scores the last time that the Cowboys had a, a comeback win like this. Um, so, we were all relatively close. I said it was going to come down to, after I made the joke saying I was going to pick the Chargers, um, it all came down to, you know, one last drive. So your quick kind of like overall analysis of what you saw uh, yesterday against the Chargers. 
Um, you know, again, it's the Chargers being the Chargers too, because I have a lot of Charger fans, uh, friends that are fans. Um, but at the same time, I meant, you know, look, we beat a good team. And, you know, it's funny because I think it was your boy. I love that Vok Lombardi guy mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. however, however you say his name. It's like he brought up a great point because I thought of that too. He's like, you know, we go, we play the Giants. They're a contender. We beat them. They suck. We go to the Jets. It's elite defense. We beat them. They suck. And now people are saying the same thing about the Chargers. Well, you just beat the Chargers. They're a good team. Also, <clears throat> what was <clears throat> not worrisome for me, well, it was during the game, obviously, is the stupid mistakes we make. I mean, Jesus. I mean, we, we I think we had 11 penalties. And, um, you know, it's just dumb shit, like lining up in the neutral zone. We kept their drives going. I, I think the refs had money on the game because there was a, there was one drive. They just kept penalizing us and penalizing us to keep them going. But, <clears throat> you know, some of those are mental errors. And, you know, to still pull the win out, we played good. Play, he's saying they're playing good. Brett's probably getting off. There he is. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, we, we, we played good, but you know, that those mistakes could have cost us huge. So to pull the game out with those stupid mistakes was, you know, was really a good, a good, um, a good thing, but you know, we can't play like that again against the Eagles, at least, you know, you, you can't make those stupid errors lining up in the neutral zone, you know, just small shit, dumb shit. Yeah, uh, McCarthy went on record say the pre-snap penalties is something. He's like, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I know we just won a really good game, but the pre-snap penalties are just something we just gotta gotta uh, get past. And it's mostly on road games. Um, you know, he made mention of that, saying like the you know maybe the crowd is getting involved too much. But again, it was all cow or a lot of Cowboys fans out there in L.A. Um, but yeah, so, thing too. so you would see a play and the crowd would cheer. And I don't know if it went for or against the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, right. It was wild. It was wild. Keith, I, I, look, we'll talk about the specifics. Uh, you know, Dak Prescott, your overall analysis about Dak going against his old offensive coordinator. So basically what this means is we're, I don't know, I guess what I'm really trying to break down and get your critique from being there, seeing it live, this offense is still just kind of st- I understand that they they moved the ball and Dak had himself a nice day, but I feel like there's way too many opportunities that are left on the field and, and they're running the ball way too much. Specifically with Tony Pollard, who I feel like if he's not breaking something big off a broken play, I don't know if he's the I, I don't know if he could be a bell cow. I don't know. Am I wrong by assessing that? You, well, the the thing is though, and, and you guys made a remark about Deuce Vaughn a couple weeks ago about oh he's not Tony Pollard doesn't. I mean, there's nowhere to go. That's what it looks like. I mean, yeah. you, I know everyone, they want to, people want to come down on Deuce because he's small and this and that. And let me tell you something. I saw holes he could have hit. He could have hit quicker than Pollard. Um, and I know he was inactive, but besides that, this is what they were doing being there. They're literally stacking. I mean, and in Tony Pollard's defense, they're saying Dak Prescott beat us. That's exactly what they did. You can't, they weren't letting. I was watching, I'd be like, oh my, there's literally four and four sometimes. Just waiting for the right. run. It was nuts. And boom, they were pursuing. They were getting in there. I mean, they were hitting hard. Um, but Dak Prescott won us that game. It's he about did. time we could say that, right? It's about time you know, we could oh, say yeah. that. What was great, it, too. It, it was the best. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. It was the uh, literally, it was probably the best game I've seen him play 
He kind of he kind of played like 2016 Dak Prescott, but a bonus version of it. I don't know how to say it. A better version, I guess, <laughs> because he was more accurate. He was making his his reads and he was actually running the fucking ball, which was fantastic, which we've that's been missing. That's what I was going to bring up. The fact that he ran a couple times, it, that that means the world to an offensive coordinator and, and a defensive coordinator now has to has to play according. I mean, you know, you keep them on their toes. No, that I think I agree. Dak played great, man. I mean, and there was one pass he made that was beautiful that uh what's his name dropped. There was two passes that Mike Gallup. Gallup dropped a touchdown right in his hands. Yeah, yeah Gallup, 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 Gallup alligator on that one for sure. I mean, there was another a bad, drop too. That was a bad pass to Pollard when he was wide open. But no, he see, missed that one. Dak, Dak, Dak missed that one. No, 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 no. He said I, he missed I, that one. He did, but Nick Eatman, I was listening to him, and he broke it down. He's like, a lot of people are talking that. If you watch that play again, look how close the safety is to Pollard. He's like, where he was trying to throw it, it would have been either Pollard's going to get it or the cheerleaders are going to get it. Because right. if he would have been a little, if he would have little been a little more inside, that may have been picked off. So it was yeah. kind of a smart. It was not a bad pass when you think. It, I mean, you have to be super crisp to do what he was trying to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but at least he gave it a shot. He was open. He, I think if he threw it a second earlier. I mean, yeah, you know, he, he held it a little too long. And that's another problem that Dak definitely had yesterday. He, he, Dak Prescott held on to the ball a little bit too much. I mean, I, I'm sure it was frustrating to see it live. The charge on four, you know what I mean? And, and our offensive line was getting pushed back a little bit. Khalil Mack is an all-world player, so it's not like I, I can write too much about that. You know what I mean? Like, it is yeah. what it is. That's what's going to happen. Well, I mean, but, look, um, nobody, nobody, nobody's going to play a perfect game. Um, no. But, I mean, you know, not to come down on that. Not to just point that out, because I think Dak played a fucking amazing game, yeah. man. I mean, he, he was yeah, accurate. And, and he, avoiding bringing, bringing up that pass, even bringing up that Pollard pass. I mean, wait. It's Keith, why you, I gotta, yeah. I gotta know. I gotta know this just because you're the statistician, the rain man of the group. Um, so yesterday, Dak Prescott's 18 yard touchdown run. Did you see the stat? No, what was it? What did it say? Okay, so that's the, that's the longest. Uh, first of all, it's the longest run of his career for, for a touchdown. Um, oh, for a touchdown. But, okay. Yeah, for a touchdown, it's the longest of his career. But it's the longest since 2011. This Dallas Cowboys quarterback a touchdown run. Who was it? What, in 2011? Yeah. All right, so Dallas Cowboy quarterback had a touchdown run in 2011. 29 yards. 29 yards, and then the easy answer is Tony Romo. <laughs> But I well, know it's not. That's, so, that's what I said. I was like, John they flashed Kitna? the stat. Yes, John, John Kitna. Kitna. It is John, yeah. it is John Kitna. So it's funny because yeah, they flashed Kitna. the stat. I missed the stat. And my dad was like, Oh, that was the longest since 2011. I was like, Yeah, who's the quarterback? And I was like, Oh, wait, hold on. Let me let me get this. You know, <laughs> so I got John Kitna too. So yeah. uh, I impressed myself with the Elvis Gerback uh, reference last week. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. I couldn't believe you got not that. Bad, right? Not bad. Yeah. Um, so look. Cowboys, they fought hard. I, I got to give it up. And, and you, again, seeing it firsthand is, is a whole nother world. The defense played great. I really do think the defense played great. Outside of that first drive, which obviously, you know, it, it just seemed like, again, those first drives for the Cowboys, it's just weird how they just can't every time a good defense on a first drive. It, it's very, I don't want to say alarming because I do believe in this team's ability to come back, but not that much. So if you go down 14 or more, I feel like this right. is going to be tough sledding. If it's well, seven, maybe 10, I say like, oh, they got a shot at this. 
that first drive uh, definitely took the wind out of my sail saying, like, are we about to see another San Francisco game? Like, I, I don't know how it felt in the stadium. But. I didn't because because the stupid penalties and I saw the uh, penetration that was happening. Go ahead, bro. You want to say something? No, I was going to say the the offensive line didn't play well. That they they oh. did not play that well. You mean San Diego's? I no, mean the our, Chargers. Our, oh no, but he's talking about the defense. Yeah, no, but, but no. He's trying to get in before that. But um, oh, I got you. No, yeah. what I was going to say about the defense that I noticed. And, you know, people – Herbert missed a lot of passes too, by the way. Oh, a lot. But, but it's, you know why he was missing them? Because they were getting yoked. They were getting – bro, I'm telling you. Same thing I noticed against the 49ers when I watched that game back. Dude, our team hits. They fucking hit. And they were stroking again. I'm talking about even the O-line. I mean, that's why Herbert had happy feet. I mean, our guys are way. coming after them. They're coming after any no, team you, they play. They're coming, as they say. We I saw mean, that on TV. You could see that on TV. As yeah, well. it was. Uh, it was something. It was. It was. It was a great sight. So I meant um, seeing that, and then seeing the reason why. You know, because even like something you really you can't see on TV is when I can see the receiver breaking, and at the same time I see Herbert trying to get the ball to him, and it's just. Really good defense that's preventing it. I know it looks like a bad pass or whatever. A couple times he hit his there. He was, his arm was hit in the motion. So yeah, like yeah, we we were in there. It was yeah, uh, got a so shout out. Our defense argument. Obviously, our defense. It was. I would say every other game this year that we won, the defense won the game for us. This was an equal fought game. Mm -hmm. Offense and defense both contributed equally, and we won a game as a team for the first time. Time well, possession, we only lost by one minute. Well, we also, our, our special teams, I mean, other than, you know, Aubrey Maddox, but the special teams didn't play that well either. Um, to me, I would say the lowest grades go to the O-line and, and and the special teams. Because, you know, think about it. That one play was stupid when um, with uh, Turpin, but my, he now, didn't know that. He thought the ball, that he touched the ball. Turpin didn't but, touch it. Nobody no, touched it, but. But my, no. my, my question is this, no, was it not, is it not a rule? Is it not a rule that you can't get blocked into the receiver when he calls for a fair catch? Well, no. that's the thing. If it's, if it's the Cowboy, if they, if, if it's the Cowboys that block him in, but the ball never touched Turpin, the guy, I forgot who, who, who it Tolbert. was that. Huh? It was Tolbert. It was Tolbert. Tolbert. It was Tolbert. Yeah. Jalen Tolbert. He, th he thought it touched her. He thought it right. did. Right, right, yeah, you yeah, couldn't really see, and so, that's a heads I up mean, play on Tolbert's behalf. That's a heads up yeah. play, right? Yeah, that. but, but, it, but it, Turpin it needs to be more well aware. Turpin needs to be like, Yo, I didn't touch it, you know what I mean? Like, but he's already in the know. moment, fast, man. it's just but, crazy um, how that was a such a big and then they had part. that kickoff return, that punt return, which was a big return, yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, again, you, you're I think overall, we this was a good, a good win, and it was a good team win, you know. Offense and defense both play both both play pr pretty well. Yeah, the Chargers. There, uh, if you, I mean, we only punted three times out of out of eleven drives, I think, which is pretty good. You know, we we get, and what, you know what I said. You know, sustained drives, one time in possession. Like I said, it was only a minute. Don't give them short fields. We gave them the short field with that punt. You know, mm. um, the the fumble I meant. But beside, I meant, but we fought back, and our offense responded, and our defense, you know, shut down and. You know, when they you helped. look at um, – there was a play, too, where I thought Brandon Herbert got the first down, and it was inside, like, the 10-yard line or around the 15, where he ran. He ran, and he and he jumped. His knee hit. Yeah, Justin his Herbert. Did he, he do? 
Because I yeah, tried, I was like, wow. Yeah. I thought, yeah. It hit, but how far was he? Was he that? He must have been really close then. About an inch. Yeah. It was, it was pretty yeah, damn so what close. Kind of, and then that play that they called was a stupid fucking play. That's a that is Moore. That is your Kellen Moore special <laughs> trying to light up the scoreboard. Dude, I mean, you have an inch to go. What are you doing with that pass out? Whatever the hell that was. I mean, I was great. I was fine with it. But that was oh, huge. Bro, how about, huge can we talk style. about, you You want to talk about a player, a guy that literally has answered the call in all aspects of our defense, and that's Marquise Bell. Marquise Bell played an absolutely awesome dude. game. This dude has stepped yeah. up, not only in the absence of Overshawn when that first happened, but now you're down LVE, right? And now, like, your linebacking core is depleted, and this dude was popping guys, like, popping guys. And exactly. It just, you can't say enough about that. Like, that's the kind of shit that you need to be a championship caliber team is to have the depth and, like this. And um, Bland too, man. Bell and Bland. Oh, Bland had a fucking game ceiling interception in his hands, dude. That was yeah, a pick know, six, broke, dude. That would have been broke, a pick six. He broke on a couple balls where he was like, there. he dropped an interception, but I mean, that was just a hell of a play. And, you know, again, what we see on the replays is, you know, he, he, he was covering, man. Our, def- our DBs, I'm really happy how the defense played, man. Well, I mean, it's yeah. so funny because it's like last week, people are so annoying with the with their their uh, their content and their opinions. And I mean, I saw so many things. We that Cowboys need to trade for a corner now. Like why? But no, I mean, after last week, I mean, you know, people, on even on this show, people, you know, are we bash? But it's like everybody, calm the fuck down. It's one game. It was one game, and look, and it's, and look, and it's October. Chargers. <laughs> The Chargers could easily be 5-0 and right now, beating us. They could have won that game. I mean, every single game they played, they were in. They lost. Their other loss was in overtime, and their other loss was to Miami. And guess what? The Dolphins only put up 24 points on them, and they didn't even have uh, Khalil Mack. So let's look at let's look at it from that perspective. Yeah, you know, bro, there's uh, two on the Terrifics, two on the Terrifics. You know they they could take they didn't move the balls, but we moved it. We did well against a better defense. That's that's the first time I think their defense has been together all year. Well, as, as a healthy unit. But here here's the thing: it's not it's not just the game; it's how we lost. And you know when when you have those types of breakdowns, um, you know you what you want to see is your team bounce back like they did. And yeah. again, you know to see the Eagles lose to uh, uh, to the Jets, and then um, San Francisco to lose to the Browns. You know, it, every team can lose. I mean, that's the any given Sunday thing. But mm-hmm. you know, the way we the way we broke down against the Cardinals and then the Eagles. I mean, you did again. We don't know who's going to show up. And you know, the defense played well, phenomenal. I kept I mean, saying, okay. No, I'm. I'm it, you know, to me, the offensive line kind of sputtered this time because we had all of our starters and we had some dumb penalties. We couldn't open holes really. Um, you know, uh, the Dak, I think got sacked twice or, I mean, Dak was forced out of the pocket a bunch of times. And again, I love you can't, that. you can't, um, dismiss how good the, you know, the Chargers got a great defense. They got a really good defense. No shit. That's what I'm trying to, bro. They have two, arguably two of the best defensive players on their, on their Derwin James on the back end. Derwin James on the back end is great. Khalil Mack, like these guys are good. Bosa. Bosa. Yeah. I so mean, look, that's, I mean, that's our old line. Aren't I mean, they, they, they nobody can, can do. Yeah, nobody can take this game away from the Cowboys and the way they want it. So that's like, so, so to me, yeah, we're all kind of feeling some sort of way after a 49er loss like they lost, right? So it's like, but in games like that, when the wheels fall off, 
they fall off and like everything was going wrong. So it's like almost like a laugher where you're like, man, fuck this yeah. game. You know what I mean? Like it ain't going to happen. It ain't our day. Like I said, I watched when I watched the version because I didn't watch it live and I wasn't getting pissed because and I knew what was going to happen from the 49ers. I knew. So I was kind of prepared and I watched with a different eye. I agree with what Micah Parsons said when he was like, no, they're not that much far. We're not far off from the 49ers. We're not. What I saw, bro, I'm telling you, those three drives, their first three touchdowns continued on stupid penalties. You clear that up. They did it on the first drive in this game. I mean, there was a, a drive or two, but those things, when those things don't happen, when we're not handing the ball to a team like we were the 49ers, and then we fall behind the way we do. And look, I just, and I said, look, when you guys were praising Purdy, I made a face. You can listen to it. And you guys are like, don't make that face. He's going to, he's great. He's awesome. He's this. He is good. What I man. saw from there, when I saw, and I'm being serious, he doesn't have McCaffrey. If he does not, and he doesn't have Samuel too, but McCaffrey is huge. When yeah. they when, when they stepped off that running game, he couldn't do shit last week in the second half. Nothing. They had like two total yards with like three minutes left in the fourth quarter in the second half when McCaffrey was not coming back in the game. We'll it's a different team. I'm not we'll putting Purdy down, but I'm definitely not putting him on a pedestal. At all, and, and, and not for nothing. The same could be said about Justin Herbert. A lot of people are all are continuously all over this guy as if he's one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. Well, you are, yeah, I am. But like, not for nothing. I was but, surprised, Sturch. I was surprised at his performance. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, dude. I was surprised. And look, he had a broken left hand or finger on his hand. And I understand he didn't take any snaps from under center uh, during the week and this, that, and the third. And there are different intangibles that you have to take into consideration. I have to, but like. I don't know, man. We I made more, him. Feel I more, what I haven't seen from him that I saw here, I wasn't impressed with his poise. Like he yeah, was it's rattled. Like he man. was rattled a lot. Well, yeah. we were in his face a lot, man. I mean, you know, I know, uh, I know. Yeah. That that and and getting back to the Purdy thing. I mean, dude, if you take any fucking quarterback's offensive weapon or star away, I mean, the whole offense changes. Blah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, they still can win and move the ball. I mean, they're, they're not even moving. I'm not saying that. He, he wasn't moving. I'm, it's only one half, so we'll see how they adjust. But I'm saying he, he might not miss time awful. either. What's he might that? not miss time. I said he might not miss time. We'll oh, see. McCaffrey, yeah. Yeah, he might right, be right back in there. I Who mean, knows? dude, look, look at the same The same argument was with when Mahomes lost to Detroit, who, by the way, is a good team. They're yeah, like, uh, you know, the there's NFC. no Kelsey. They didn't have Kelsey. I mean, when, Yeah, but they still moved the ball. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. He could. Well, that's, couldn't uh, that's, do separate, that's also what separates Mahomes from the rest. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. still move the ball without Kelsey. So anyway. Well, look, man. Again, Cleveland. Cleveland's a, a solid team. I mean, it's sad that they mm -hmm. lost uh, Chubb, and you know, and the Jets are still an elite defense, man. You know, uh, they 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 played great. I watched that game, and that was awesome. Can you? Yeah, I, I look. Jalen Hurts. He's as human as they come, and you know, not for nothing. No sauce gardener out there. That that was all backup corners for the Jets. So not for nothing, you know, and again, this NFL, it's like a week to week league, man. It is. And I like I hate saying that because but it's it's almost true. Every week one, somebody else the, steps up. The one thing I'm glad about that I, I'm wrong about is I just thought the Niners were just so far above the rest of the league. And you know, it's like Rocky Four. They got cut. He can bleed. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, just look at what they did to us. And then again, though, is it are we are we not a good team? Are they that are they that good of a team? And then when you're looking at how we played, yeah, we got the W. But I mean, there's a lot of teams in the NFL that they got some bad calls too. 
San Diego did. I mean, there was that one personal fucking thing I thought was stupid. Um, but, I, you know, I'll take the penalty. It's just football. But, you know, you can't get 11 penalties. And especially when you're going into the playoffs, you got we got to fix those mental errors. And the other thing, McCarthy's play calling was a little suspect. I mean, look, I'm glad we went for it on fourth down. But just give it to fucking just whoop. I just wasn't happy with the play, the the play called. Like, remember yeah, they tried when the old push push. Yeah, you got you've got two bruisers back there that you could just give the ball to to get a yard. What's the white boy say, Lepke? Give it to Lepke. He'll get a yard. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wasn't that bad. I don't think that call was that bad. It's bad because he yeah. didn't get it. Did you I'll say? Did you, did you read? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I no, read the other... push thing. He said I didn't get enough push. I, yeah, I didn't get enough push. They didn't, they didn't push my tush enough. And then I, as he was walking off, he goes, can we change that name, please? <laughs> like, he's done with it, too. Like, enough. I'm the tush push. The other thing <laughs> that was a little worrisome is on that one drive, man, you know, we were gassed up. I mean, granted, they were doing that two-minute offense, the, the Chargers. We couldn't get any um, uh, rotation in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we, were, we were tired, and then we stepped up. And that, like, stuff like that stands out to me. You know what I mean? When we we were down in the red zone, we stuffed them. On, uh, you know, we didn't let them get in. Um, that's that's the type of stuff you want to see your team do. Now, for me personally, if we erase maybe four penalties that were all on us, that was just stupid calls. And you know, look, those five yard when it's when it's a five yard penalty, but they still get the first down, or that's you know, so that type of shit. That that that'll keep a game a team in a game. Where I, I think we should have had more points, you know, and they should have had less, just a, maybe a touchdown less. Keith, what was the what was your feeling when Justin Herbert let one rip? Demarcus Lawrence gets a paw up and he catches his own pass uh, and he runs it for first down, dude. bro. And I tell you, I'm like, if that's not indicative of how this game's gonna go, I don't know how it that is. That was too quick and it was that was pretty that was pretty dope on on Herbert's part too. Yeah, yeah, no, that was <laughs> awful. Heads up, because I mean that's where those where I'm like, yeah, like, and then I'm like. And I hear it, I'm like, what the hell? He's running. <laughs> right. Well, I also didn't – I didn't see the Dak fake for the touchdown. I was like, oh, shit, because I thought that he gave it to Pollard and we got tack, tackled behind the line. Bro, you know, you, you, you know he almost fumbled. I was like, what? What's that? You know he almost he almost fumbled. Yeah, he did. I know, I know. I saw he, like, him that the ball on the way back. I'm like, oh, God, like don't fucking – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. You know who like, almost yeah. – when Pollard broke on that pass – and that homeboy oh. caught him from behind. I I, I thought he was gonna. I saw him, the the arm cocked, and, and Pollard <laughs> didn't see him. He thought he was out. If and he, I'm if, like, oh, if Pollard he, went he to the sidelines when he went when he it, came down, he missed the ball. If Pollard went to the sidelines to the left, he's gone. But like because he just stayed the course, like because he thought he's like, ah, oh, there's nobody here. We're all good. <laughs> like I'm well, like go. Like, like, and then unfortunately, my thought process was being that our offense has been somewhat stagnant. I was like, yeah. Bro, field goal. That's, that's a field goal. <laughs> that's a fucking well, field goal. Well, Dak, Dak was saying that uh, I guess Pollard said he didn't see the guy on the right. No, that's the guy. He's like, to if I the saw, ball. it goes, if I saw him, I would have scored because he started to yeah, slow down. Went to the like, left. Yeah, yeah, he would have yeah. scored, but he didn't see him coming. Um, yeah. I would say, go ahead. That pass Dak threw that one touchdown was was beautiful, man. I the mean, look, I, I gotta tell you, man. Dak threw some nice balls this game, man. I mean, he really did. He played. He played really good. Yeah, I mean I, that I think, that one that one was like a fadeaway jumper to to Brandon Cooks. He kept back. He, I said, my dad goes, my dad goes. They started that play on the three, and he threw it 
15. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. How much it, backpedal? It's the you know, every I've been to um let's see seven DAC games now, seven or eight. And that's literally by far, like it's not even close to the best game I've seen him play. By far. Really? Oh yeah. I bet he I bet I just seeing him live and, and hitting those open receivers the way he was hitting them, you know, off the route and simultaneously seeing him back up and seeing them break. And I see that person's open and the ball getting there. It was beautiful. It was nice. I mean, I, that Dak Prescott can win us a lot of games for sure. So there was one play where he, he avoided the sack, but then he, he set up again where I think he should have just ran. Oh yeah. yeah. And, um, but you know, that's the other thing, you know, let him maybe design some plays. He could throw on the run, man. He's that better be on the run. Better. Yeah. yeah. I think he's better on the run. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw him improvise yesterday for the first time in a very long time and improvise yeah. well. Like sometimes he's like taking sacks or sometimes he throw the ball away or whatever. But there was a couple times where I'm like the receivers. And I'm telling you right now, like CD lamb had himself a day. Obviously we all kind of heard the, the, the rumblings between CD lamb needing more. He wanted the ball more. He's always open, blah, blah, blah. He fed him and he fed him a lot. He fed him in the right spots, but better noticeable things that we saw is that when Dak Prescott got out of the pocket, CeeDee Lamb never quit on the play, and he followed Dak Prescott. And there was a lot yeah, of times did. where Dak yeah. found CeeDee Lamb a lot, you know? And it was like one of those things where I'm like, okay, if he's going to keep finding his receivers like this, he's going to keep finding his running backs like this in, in the check-down form, you know, in check-down for, like, formats, I'm with that. I'm with this Dak Prescott rather than sit back, drop back, and see who's there. Because there was, listen, for all the good that we saw out of Dak Prescott yesterday, there was definitely a couple times where he snapped the ball and he never looked off his receiver, not once. Like, you knew where he was going with the ball the entire time. He never looked him off. And yeah, those are the ones that scare me. Yeah. Hey, those are the such, ones that scare me. This is such a good win to have going into the bye. Um, it's good for the confidence. It's good for the team to heal. Um, I, what's worrying me, and I know it's going to sound crazy, how Washington is still lingering. And, and you know. And now they got the Giants. Drop them in three. Yeah. We'll drop them in three. All right. <laughs> so now when I was looking at the standings, you got three five and one teams, right? You got the Niners, you've got Detroit, and you've got um the Eagles. Eagles. And now we also have uh whatchamacallit? Um Tampa that's that's only because they, they had a buy. I'm saying though, well, now we gotta start thinking playoffs and must wins. Right? I'm not worried about the playoffs no. right now, man. Dude, we got, we got 11 games I left. Am. I am. I am. Because if we go, we, we can't. Well, go ahead. No, I say last week you guys oh, were yeah. you were questioning if we even make a wild card. So I get well, what no, you said. I said it, we, that's, that's. I wasn't. The Grinch last week. The Grinch that, was very clear. We got to start looking at these teams. We've got two. Uh, We've got an NFC loss. We got two NFC loss. I'm looking at the standings now. No, I get what you're doing, bro. But you take it game by game, man. I mean, it's right now. I'm I'm talking about going into the bye. Yeah, we're good going into. I know we're in the playoffs right now. We're in right. We're wild card. We're the top wild card actually. So, um, yeah. So and we I got was, the Rams off the bye. I was gonna say about Dak going back to what you were saying, Sturch. Um, Continuing off that, uh, <laughs> Nick Eatman's going to think I want to suck his dick or something. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to quote him again. I'm definitely going to cap that. I'm going to try to clip that up. 
I don't know. Whatever. Put a beep over it. It'll be funny. Yeah, right. Uh, but what he said about Dak Prescott and what he's been saying about him, and I, I actually read it today, and he's like, hopefully it finally got to him, is that what the Dallas Cowboys need, right? They need what Dak Prescott – Dak Prescott can't be a quarterback that plays football. He needs to be a football player that plays quarterback. Mm, I like that. Which is very interesting when you think about it. Oh, so oh. yeah, that shit's deep. But I'm just saying, <laughs> what you saw, what you saw in that game was him being old, a, a football player, running, dot. You know what I mean? Doing all those things. He's playing football instead of trying to be that. Hi, I'm a quarterback. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But <laughs> I'm from Irvine, anyway. <laughs> I'm from Irvine. So what's his name? Uh, that was, uh, Francisco. Pablo Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, instead of being like this robot, like, yeah, I'm going to be the, I'm going to be this. No, you're, he's a football player who plays quarterback. And if he continues to do, or if that was, if that's what he's thinking, if, if what Nick Eatman said is what Dak is thinking, we might see a different quarterback. Who knows? So, so, so putting a bow on this, we're going to the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> so that's not where we're at. Also, I wanted to say, what, what do I always say about elite defenses? I know, we're not elite, by the way. We're very good but we're one of the best in the NFL, but we're not elite, but we're, we're inching. We're trying to get back to where we were after week two. When, when starts posted, this defense is elite with a capital E after we beat the jets. I went back and looked at that, by the way, we're trying to get, we're trying to get back up. Little start. You want this fucking receipt, man. But no, I swear to God, but I'll I tell felt you bad right last now. night. I was like, I don't want to text him. He's with his daughter. Like I'm trying to not bother him no, and shit, but here I am. Great, I'm going fucking you guys are great. No, but I was going to say, they got the ball back. Chargers, two minutes left, whatever it was. This is when great defenses step up. I said and that in the text. I yep. said, here we yeah, go. Exactly. Let's see and it. they did. Let's see unlike it. the other, unlike the other times against Arizona, they didn't. Against the Niners when we needed that stop, they didn't. Did you so see? Meant, did you it was almost as if like and Micah Parsons' name wasn't really mentioned throughout the broadcast because he was it was having a quiet night. And then Aikman was even said like, oh, yeah, we haven't said his name. And, bro, when I tell you he took two guys for a ride and got to Herbert on that play on third down, yeah. I was like, holy shit, shot yeah. out of a fucking That was fucking great, yeah. yeah. Dude, he fucking crushed Justin Herbert. Like, I, and I, I was like, all right, here comes the penalty. It was too hard. But see, you know? <laughs> it was like, here's the thing with Mike, too, though, is that it's the things that you're seeing him getting doubled. You're seeing him yeah. roaming. Triple. It, there was triple yesterday at some point. Yeah, there's so many things that, like, you know. And, again, uh, I think Demarcus uh, Lawrence had two batted passes, mm-hmm. right, which one ended up being the reception <laughs> to Herbert, and then the other one. Um, you know, the other, again, you you, you – if it, it, but what scares me is those 11 penalties. Julio That's Jones is fine. Hold on. What? Julio Julio Jones just signed with the Eagles. That's weird. Oh, come on. Yeah. Thank you. It's just in. Jesus Christ. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Julio on his 15th team in the last year. How many receivers can you have? I mean, mean, they must have an injury because if it ain't AJ or it ain't fucking uh, Devonta, they got like the Zacchaeus guy. And then they also got a guy that I thought was dead in the water. Uh, What's this guy? Uh, Nelson Aguilar is he over there? No, he's somewhere else. No. But anyway, he sucks. Mike Quick is it Mike Quick? I don't know. Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say, did you also not to bring up like every individual play? But there was one play where Osa 
got in the backfield where my yeah. dad was like, I think he almost took the handoff. Yeah. <laughs> like he was, that back was awesome. so fast. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Shot out of a cannon. Um, yeah, look, the defense played good. Now it's a bye week. Uh, there's no games to pick, obviously. There's there's games to watch. The Philadelphia Eagles got the Miami Dolphins, so that's a hell of a game on Sunday. We're all going to be glued to that one. You got the Giants and the Commanders within the division. Uh, the 49ers, I don't even know who the hell they got. Oh, they got the Vikings on Monday night, so that's – I don't know. I don't know anymore, actually. If McCaffrey don't go, that team is definitely different. But So let's grade it. Let's grade the first six games of the season going into a bye offensively Keith what is your biggest concern right now after watching Dak Prescott kind of bounce back and do his thing what's your biggest concern heading post by Cowboys oh on the offense we're doing offense first yeah. offense first. Uh, running backs I, I see now, that is, I, there, I, is I, there any I, is there any any inkling any thought process to adding a running back somehow because by no. the end of the by the end of the bye week it's going to be the trade deadline and no. apparently the Cowboys could be buyers to fill positions of need now, the only thing that will help us, what can help us is if Dak continues to play well and then they won't be stacking the box as much as they do. And there might be, but I, I do see little holes that you might be able to, you know, that, you know, like I said, I like all three of our running backs. And I like, I'd like, I'd like for Deuce, I know I, I push it and I keep pushing it, but I want to see him, you know, get in with the first team and, yeah. you know, make some, when, when, when people know you're not going to run, give him the ball. Like when he got in in your game, the against the Patriots, the game was blown out already. Everyone right. knew they were running the ball. You know what I'm saying? It's like put him in where nobody knows what he's doing. That that's what I see. I think I, I would like to see us utilize Deuce Vaughn a little more. Okay, that's uh, what I like to see. Brett, when you look at the the Cowboys' offense again, Dak Prescott has a abysmal game against the Niners. Bounces back, has his best game probably of the year. Is there well, anything else that you're looking for improvement-wise uh, post-buy? Well, let's be honest. Uh... <laughs> I know. That's what I said. I, I thought about the same thing. You know, it's funny you Wait. should mention that. Oh, go ahead, Brad. No, <laughs> go ahead. what I was going to say is I, I, I like to see um, uh, if we can. I mean, our offensive line – well, look, first of all, our, our offense has been masked by our defensive play. This is the only – this is the best offensive game we've had. Agreed. Since, um, I'll keep going for him because I kind of sound like him. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best offensive game that that I've seen us play. Um, you know, uh, even getting in the red zone, we we got some touchdowns. As and you know, uh, offensive line is still tender. You know, um, I don't think they played. I mean, they played a good game, but you know, we need some more depth there. Um, and as far as running, I I love Rico, man. I mean, he runs hard. And we still got Malik, don't we, on, on the practice squad? I don't think we need a running back at all. All right. And, well, you know, and, and receiving-wise, you know, Gallup dropped some passes. You know, there, there has to be a little bit more synergy, I think, between those two. But, again, man, this game was very promising. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better game going into the break. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with both of your sentiments. Um, I think I would like to see, obviously, more out of Gallup. If Gallup's going to be the the outside number two um, to free up Cooks or free up Lamb in the slot, he's got to do a little better. He's got to come down with some balls. But you know what was very non-existent yesterday was the, the entire tight end room. Uh, Ferguson didn't do much. Um, I, I definitely want to see uh, – those guys are so skilled. I really do believe that those guys can be game changers if given the opportunity. 
Uh, I know he caught one ball and there was like a personal foul hit on him um, yeah. in that game. Derwin James is just infamous for doing the that tight shit. End, the tight ends blew a couple of blocks, though. There was on a yeah, there was a couple. Players. My my guy missed the block. Um, you know, McEwen missed the block, but uh, overall, just a little bit more production. Hendershot should be back probably post by you would think, unless there's something more that I'm I'm not reading. But that's the best thing about this right now is that they're relatively healthy. Um, outside of obviously the obvious, you know, uh, LVE and Diggs being out for a little while. Outside of coming out of last night's like dogfight, they came out unscathed. I think from apparently from what Mike McCarthy said, he thinks he got out of there with nothing significant at all. Um, so, Keith, flip it over to the defense. Obviously, they've played very well. They've changed games. They've taken over games, and then they grinded one out last night. Is there anything that's a alarming and B they need to improve on heading into the backstretch where it's the Rams, the Eagles, you know, the, the heavy hitters are coming. Well, I mean, <clears throat> obviously what's the obvious, the stupid penalties. I mean, yeah. the, the, especially a damn offsides. I mean, how many offsides, how many times you can give these people first downs and extend drives. I mean, that needs to be cleared up. I do notice still that I don't know if it's people missing assignments, but there, there are times where people, where somebody where I didn't see as much last year as I did in the 49er game. And I saw it in this one with Keenan Allen a couple of times where someone just wide open and nobody's around. Mm. It's like some kind of mix up that's going on. I don't know, you know what that's about, but I don't know if it's uh, uh has to do with the, their zone coverage or whatever it is. But I think that something there they have to look at to see why people are at a place. Cause I'm pretty sure the defense isn't designed for that, for that to happen. Right. right. Um, but that's it. But a really quick about Dak, and I sent it in a text to you guys that I said this is this is going to be the one of the biggest games he's ever had coming up, and the, mentally. And the reason I said that was because I'd never seen the media, not only the media but Dallas Cowboy fans who even love Dak, destroying him, saying he's not the guy. He's not the guy. They're saying it in the nicest way. I you know I've followed him this much. No, he's not the guy. He's this. He's this. so. I'm not saying he, he might tune all that out, but something had to seep through where, I mean, I mean, we all know the media. The one guy says he's ass, and then another guy says he's not uh, media. Yeah. He's he's LaShawn Whatever. McCoy. Who I mean, people talk, but he all these people, and he came out mentally strong and played one of the best games. And I think I know people could throw stats out, not statistically, mentally, probably the best game he's played in his career. So Mistake I, I want to give props to him for that. But again, the criticism's justified. You know, yeah. not the extreme criticism, but I, I'm I was waiting for that. You know that Rocky moment when 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 he gets hit and then he knows he can win. You know what I mean? Like there there has to be that one moment, and if that can play this way consistently for the rest of the season, I mean, uh, he could silence I mean, a lot of a lot of criticism. You know what I mean? I mean, he did he did in this game, bro. I was yeah, I, I loved I loved him this game. The recipe for the rest of the year is if if we get that Dak and that defense, I mean, let's be honest, we'll be in every game. We will. We'll be in every game. Not that we can win every game, but no, we will right. be we'll be there. We'll be there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I agree. Now, defensively, there, there's always going to be a hole in any coverage, in any type of defensive play called, and that's why it's important for the quarterback to see that. And, and I know I don't want to bring up Brock Purdy, but he exposed us a lot on the underneath, I mean, you know, getting some of those passes away. Uh, maybe we're not disguising coverage better or stunts. I don't yeah. know. Uh -huh. But they said, that, I mean, they said that in the beginning of the broadcast. Um, I think it was uh, somebody uh, either. Oh, it was uh, 
uh, Mooch on NFL Network. Mooch, yeah, he goes, hey, Dan Quinn, I know you're creative, but stop showing dime. You know, stop, like, you, that's all you show. Like, we know, they know, everybody knows you're going to line up like that. Like, it's it's very apparent that it's not disguised well enough. So, you know, there, there's those types of things. And like my brother said, the, the stupid things like lining up in the neutral zone, I mean, at least have somebody on the line go back up. I mean, you, you got you to gotta check that because they're not going to call it before the snap. You know, right. um, those little stupid things we could fix. But talent wise, I mean, I, I think we got it covered. I mean. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. He's got it covered. And there he is back in the building. No, we, we just, got it covered talent wise. And, you know, our safeties are playing strong. Um, You know, they're they're play, we, like he said, we hit, man. And that, that's Donovan big. Wilson. Every time Donovan Wilson gets a chance to light somebody up, he's fucking he pops them. I mean, but time. again, you get a ref, the, a ref that was calling this this last game. I mean, Jesus, this so, guy was calling everything. I do want to say, well, I was gonna say, Andy at one time's like, I hate that guy, the ref, my daughter. Uh, oh yeah, well, because how much time was he on the screen? Yeah, like, I hate that guy. I was like, I know he's annoying. Twenty, twenty-one. Now, ready for this? Twenty-one, uh, twenty-one penalties combined between the two, right? And let's just pretend arbitrarily me and my dad were doing some math last night that each offense runs 60 plays, right? Because that's like right around the ballpark of what, what it might be. So even if it's 120, 20, I don't want you're looking at 18 to 19% of the plays run. There's a flag on it. That's insane. Yeah, that is, that, that yeah. is way too much. That is to the point where it becomes, and I'm not like a get off my lawn type guy, but it's unwatchable. Every play or every other play, or every every two plays out of ten, you know, like you're going to get yeah. some kind of penalty. And another one that they're cracking down on, which I, I'm sure you saw it live, and we've all saw it on the broadcast, was illegal men downfield. There's yeah. always, you know, and it's it's funny because those passes are so quick that you're like, how the fuck did he get down the field? Well, or AKA a pass that, on the scrimmage. Yeah. A lot of that happens when a quarterback's scrambling. Or, you know, if he's getting out of the pocket real quick and then there's... But no, he's there's... saying it happens too quick. Like It, it was like happening quicker than that, Brett. Like, yeah, it was it happening. Was like... I understand that because sometimes the, the linemen don't know where the quarterback is. They might cross the yeah. line. They have no idea. But, like, dude, it was to the point where the flag was in the air, like, quick. And I was yeah. like, this is insane. Like, and I, again, you don't want to put the game in the ref's hands, but some of those calls last night were just, it's brutal. So there was pushing. a holding call on a receiver that, that he barely touched him. Yeah, and then there man, was, bad and, calls on both sides. There were some and bad then calls. And there was one where there was a a, a quick um, – I think it was to uh, – God, I forgot the receiver for us. But the corner was all over him. And oh, it happened call, a couple times. You know, and, and, and they didn't call they didn't call the penalty. Yeah, that's crazy. I have a stadium question. And I don't know. I mean, because I, I don't look for merch, cowboy merchandise anymore. But I remember when I was a kid and I go to Giant Stadium say – they would sell Dallas Cowboys stuff there. Like visitors. They would sell visitor shirts. Yeah. No. Like, you know what I mean? For for fans, yeah. If they want to wear really? something. Yeah. I remember that. I do. So they don't do that, right? Because I thought maybe there'd be somewhere no. to, to buy no. a shirt for my daughter or something there at the stadium. They don't do it at Giant Stadium, right? You said no more. No, they, but you go I mean, outside maybe the I, park Maybe I envisioned that. Bro, didn't they do that when we were kids or no? I don't remember that, bro. I, mean, ask I mean, they, do for, they do it for the good guys and the bad guys at wrestling events. <laughs> I ask, ask your dad. Ask your dad if you can. I, 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 I do I remember. I do remember people, uh, Keith. I do remember people in the parking lot selling shit. 
Maybe that's what I was thinking then. I don't know. I was just gonna say they'll they'll, they'll like when it was Cowboys Giants in December, there was definitely people coming like, "Oh, Cowboys gloves, Cowboys Giants, whoever you want." You know, and they had gloves. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine an NFL team saying like, "Yeah, sure, bring your merchandise in here, we'll sell it." <laughs> like, no. Uh, although way. when we were in tech, when we were at uh, Cowboys Stadium, the AT and T, they had um, they were selling like paraphernalia and stuff, but it was like vintage shit. Oh, for you the know? for the Patriots. Uh, there was like all kinds of jerseys there. Oh, know. so it was all different ones. Oh, gotcha. But you right know what here. they do do is they, I mean, again, they, they, they lease out spots for vendors. So like you had um, like people that sell like uh, baseball Signed cards, football cards. Stuff. Yeah. Shit like that. So, yeah. Oh, oh I got to make oh, go I think what you're thinking of is in the parking lot, bro. I'm, I'm by the way, I'm bolt man. I'm him. Yeah, yeah, there's a guy named Boltman. And me and Andy saw him. And he's, let me tell you how bad the fans are there. He literally, it said like VIP, only Charger fan entrance. And Boltman's there. (laughs) Two other fucking Charger fans. Surrounded by Cowboy fans trying to get in the game. They're like, no, this is the Charger. And Boltman said, and then people, like Cowboy fans were taking pictures with Boltman. So there were no Charger fans to take picture with Boltman. That's what I'm telling you. That fan in the crowd, that fan in the crowd was fake. It was a fake, San Diego, was a fake fan. San Diego yeah. had a, uh, and you know, L, uh, I think the Chargers originated in LA, but down in San Diego, man, they had a they had a rabid fan base that just no, got they all, did. They did. It's just all over. disillusioned. I mean, I, I feel bad for them, man. It's it's not as bad as when Cleveland left and went to Baltimore, bro. We don't we but, put our fucking, we put our fucking training camp in California. <laughs> it's like, come on, like. Well, I mean, look, Dallas traveled we well. I mean, there's a reason why we're America's team, but the uh, the Charger fans got got a raw deal, man. I feel bad for them. Can't say I agree. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. come on, man. You you don't well. You weren't. No, your you team moves around. out of town. Yeah, that sucks. No, but what I'm saying is, like, the, even their stadium. I mean, like, they were just heartbroken. And and um, again, when you're when you're you don't remember the Fouts era and the Winslow era and the Air Coriel and you know they, the Chargers had a fucking great fan base they're just they were just pissed off and fed up i mean i got i got stan humphreys going to the super bowl against the 49ers so they had a you know natron means business <laughs> like i remember those guys yeah. see that's the, the problem with well, Danny like san diego the problems with san diego and even miami too the dolphins is when you live in nice weather states and if your team sucks they're not going to waste it on a sunday going to see you they're going to want to go to the beach or do something else you know, it's not like it's not like Green Bay where that's all they fucking have to do. Yeah, but clean, you know, you know what I mean? well, if, if the Dolphins move to West Palm Beach, right from Miami, you could you could you could stand that traffic. If you're going driving from San Diego to LA to see a game, it's just a yeah, miserable yeah, yeah. day. It's a, just no, a miserable yeah. day. Yeah, no, for sure. But you had a, you had a lot of LA. Fit. You're right. Yeah, no, it's messed. It is messed up. You know. As long as what, what do you think? If they ever moved our team, would you guys still be fans if they moved to like Nebraska or some Omaha? I don't live in the no. fucking. I don't live in Dallas. I'm good. I know no, Dallas. If the Cowboys left Dallas, uh, I'm not a fan. yeah, I wouldn't be a fan either. What? If they became like the Memphis Cowboys or something. No, well, hold on. Let, no, uh, let me let me rephrase that. If they do like they did to the Oilers, and like they turn to like the Tennessee, like they go somewhere else and then they turn into another team, another, would, and they're not the Cowboys anymore. Not me. You know how like the Oilers went to Tennessee. No, I know, I know what happened. I'm just trying and to figure out Tennessee like Titans. that's a great, that's a great question, Keith. That's a great. That is a great question. question yeah. But I'm I'm riding with my boys. Like, all right, think about it like this. Do you think that there was there was uh Kansas City Texans moved to Dallas, Dallas Texans, and then they became the Dallas Cowboys? Like the Chiefs. 
Went to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, but I'm Stout saying like, I don't know, man. I would fucking. Well, I'm riding with my first, guys. Like, that's a first year. That's a first year franchise. If if you're taking the history of the Dallas Cowboys and they move them to the Oklahoma City Cowboys, it's not the same, man. Or I mean, the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, the Browns to the Ravens. But that so was another. Like that, new, that was a new franchise, though. No, no it wasn't. It's still Cleveland. It was no, Cleveland but I'm team. saying it was a new. It was like a whole new thing. So like, if I'm a Cleveland Browns told me hey we're relocating the entire team and changing our name then i would become a baltimore ravens fan you would yeah what the fuck? Right? Yeah. 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 you don't Different see the color. star on your helmet are you crazy the star the uniform everything that comes around comes with being a dallas cowboy fan it would it not would that. travel with nobody's moving. First of all, this is a dumb hypothetical question. No, it's a great question. You're, oh, you're it's a great question because it stirs me up and makes me now I'm gonna lose sleep bro, another night tonight. Like, wow, what if they move? Bro, <laughs> I'm trying to say so the Browns moved it. So if they did that, if say they did that with the Dallas Cowboys, we were the the, the Baltimore Ravens did not exist. Right now, the uh, uh Jerry Jones sells to Baltimore. And then we become the Baltimore Ravens with the Raven thing on the helmet and everything. You would be a Baltimore Raven fan. I, but it's like what happened to Cleveland is that they reinvigorated like their, their franchise. They came back. But that so was like, like three, four years later because they fought back. That. So what the fuck am I going to do for four years? <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I'm listen, I'm a dick, I, I bleed the blue and I bleed the star. So it's like, yeah, if you, you change go. me, you can't change I that. The NFL would never do that. They would never. No, it's no. almost like, what are, you know, how you have a historic site that they can't ever shut down. That's the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. <laughs> like where JFK got clipped. <laughs> like, you know. Well, but again, here's the question now. If we want to wrap it up, let's mm -hmm. say Dallas doesn't isn't a team anymore. OK, is there another team that you secretly like or root for that? would take its place the new york jets I, you know what i like the jets too man hell fuck they've man. never they've never done me any wrong doing outside I, of the debacles where they lose games like when you're when you hate the giants so much and there's another team that shares the stadium and they're like if they have success it'll burn them more than any ever like that's my that's that i love that <laughs> like that's well, crazy i would i i like the, the way I mean, because technically Philly lost to New York this year, right? So New Yorkers got a win over Philly, even mm -hmm. though it's not the Giants, but it's not the same sting. Um, there's three teams that I secretly, you know, I've never root for against the Cowboys, but I kind of like, and it's the Jets, the Browns, and for some reason, I, I love the Raider mystique. I was gonna say every single uh, those first two teams, it's more you feel bad for them. That's why you like and root well, for them. I was them. a Sunrise Spartan dog. <laughs> yeah, but the, but, the, but the Browns have the Browns haven't done shit, and either have uh, the Jets yeah. won a Super Bowl win back Name back it. when. 67. At least the Raiders have a little bit of history. But I I couldn't, man. I don't know. I, I would. I'd probably just. I don't know. I'd probably maybe the Sas. What is it? The Sasquatchian Rough Riders, the ones from no, the Canadian Toronto Argonauts. <laughs> yeah. Did you just say the Sasquatch, the big yeah. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, Rough Riders. He said the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch. <laughs> That's amazing. That's what I'm going after right there. All right. That's well, looks like uh, next year's podcast. Welcome, everybody. Some fran franchises that will never leave, and Dallas and the Yankees are probably the two that you can't you can't change. And Lakers, the it'll never happen. Lakers, it'll too, never probably. happen. So this has yeah. been another episode of the Sasquatch <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
The Cowboys are four and two headed into the bye. We'll be back next week to preview, I guess. Yeah, the preview, the Rams game. Um, and and listen, it's a dreaded one o'clock start in Dallas. You know damn well that they just don't they don't start fast in these games. So we'll we'll prep you for that. Join us again right here on the Premier Podcast Network and of course YouTube, the Chop Sports Media YouTube channel for Dave Sturchio, Brett, and Keith Ernst. This has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys?